Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Two guys and a girl. How you doing, Glenn? Hey, what's up, Mikey? Good morning, man. I'm, I'm just trying to keep all our ats together, right? Oh, yeah. We where, got where at we Sober at? Coffee Pod. We got yeah. at, at Sober Coffee Podcast. We have at Stay Sober Today. Oh, oh. It's confusing. It's a lot of work, Mike. It's at a lot. A lot of oh, work. Oh, my but, goodness. Dude, I love having coffee with you. love, you know, just walking this sober path with you. And I just got a large coffee, so I am ready to rock. I know. Well, we got a lot to cover today. I got a I got a guest with us, a table for three, of course. I know it's I, I love it when folks, when listeners reach out and just connect. I love it. And we have uh Tara on today and yeah. looking forward to just uh chatting with her and um oh we also have yeah. in addition to our ads, yeah, yeah, we have podcast at sober.coffee. That's our email that comes right to the show podcast at sober.coffee comes right to the show it's anonymous we don't mention any names so you know a lot of emails have last names in them you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about right. that right uh but yeah tara reached out we, we connected and she's got a good gig going on we're looking she's got to a great that. gig so, going on man it's just you know just sharing with each other you know yeah yeah, yeah. tara I'm so happy to have you here today um i want to get right down to business because I just got introduced to the coolest website, Glenn. Because Mikey's got five pages of notes, everybody. They're index oh, cards, no. people. They're oh, index they're cards. They're, they're the large index cards. No, right? But, That's uh, awesome. But guess what I discovered what? this weekend? What? Keepcomingback.net. And that was a little Chicago. Keep coming. You know, keep there's a G in back. there. Yeah. So keepcomingback.net. And uh, just discovered it. So it's it's great. It's all speaker it's it's speaker presentations, people sharing their experience, strength, and hope, and uh, and it's great. There's over a hundred of them out there, and one oh seven, yeah, one hundred and seven. Is that how many? One oh seven. All right, yep. very good. Yep, it's well, awesome. Yeah, so it's just like a speaker meeting, right? Yeah, so right. Somebody shares for you know thirty, forty minutes, and then Tara jumps in with some Q and A, and uh, Tara's story is on episode fifty four. Fifty four. So I'm sure we'll we'll mention that a couple times, but it's a really cool story. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of lot of backdrop there that you so can. We're very uh, lucky. We're I know lucky we today. are. We are. I'm, are you feeling lucky, Punk? Yep. You know, hey, Tara, we will buy your coffee today. Yeah, that's right. Virtually. Yeah. That's Tara, right. welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy to have you here too. You know what else you did for me? You introduced me to a band called Bush. So in her, in, in episode fifty four, I keep Dude, coming back. Are, that, you, no, you, wait. You, no, this is so funny. I never heard of Bush. Oh I never gosh. heard of them. Right. So. So I'm like, Bush, I'm like, what, was that the president? Yeah, did she go see the president? I don't make, this doesn't make sense to me. So I'm driving along, I'm doing like 90 miles an hour on I-80, and and I'm listening to her, I'm like, well, who's Bush? So then I go, I Google on my phone with my right hand as I'm driving with my left hand and my coffee right in between the two. That's awesome. And and there was a song, there was the second most played song, and it it was called uh, Come, Come Down or Come Back. And come down. That was it. And and the line was, because I don't want to come back down from the cloud. It it's taken me all this time to find out what I need. And I thought, oh my goodness, it, it 
really tied into your story on episode 54. We have to post that song now. Oh, no, yeah. I got a Bush song. I oh, know, that's so. great. Anyway, thanks for introducing me Hi, to Tara. the band, Tara. My pleasure. It ages me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Mikey does that for all of us. So, um, welcome. So, what we like to do, Tara, is just kind of share your story, right, of experience, strength, and hope. And then, if you don't mind, Mikey and I jumping in and asking questions and we, we have some banter here and there uh so if you're okay with that we'll just bounce the mic to you and, and let you get started welcome thank you absolutely i i don't typically reach out to other podcasts in sobriety i just like to listen to them but as you know glenn there was a post that you put out on twitter that really touched my heart so i'm i'm grateful to be here and be a part of what you guys are doing over there Oh, that was the I, uh, that that was my my daughter's wedding. Oh, yeah. right. That was a I, yeah. I I posted a picture of me walking my daughter down the aisle, and we're actually oh. going to do a whole episode on that. Um, but yeah, that was a great great connection. Thanks yeah, for, and it wasn't even you walking her down the aisle; it was just you preparing for it. And oh, there's so much okay. energy in your face, and the picture, and the moment, and the gratitude for your sobriety. It touched me. Mm. Amen. And so, that, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and that's your story as I heard it. This, you've got this gratitude of, of sobriety. So I, I, it, you, it, it oozes out of you. Well, I appreciate that. I, I do wake up every day grateful, no doubt. Not every day as energetically as I would like. I'm sick right now, and so my voice is a little horsey. But I still am there in the bedroom doing my reading, my Jesus calling and reading my, you know, other books and journaling. And my little seven year old crawls into the room and and he's snotty and I'm snotty and we're blowing our noses. And he says, I'm not sick. You're sick. And I'm like, no, you're sick. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, it's just a good life. Sobriety is a good life. But it wasn't always that way. So I never drank like I never I was going to say I never drank like a normal person, but now I have a different opinion about drinking and getting drunk altogether. But every time I drank from the very, very beginning, it did not go down very well. I blacked out a lot. I took a lot of shit. Um, I, I just... You know, in, in the episode, I, I talk about one of them, but that's not the only one. It was just, I, I just become something else when I was drinking. And for a long time, I didn't want to get sober. I wanted to want to get sober. I recognize that everyone around me had legitimate concerns about what I was doing. But I, it's like when everyone tells you to break up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and you just you can't do it. Like, I know I need to, but I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. And that's how it was with alcohol for, for a long time. And the rooms told me to keep coming back. They just, you guys just said, keep coming back, keep coming back, which is the irony or the beauty that now my website is keepcomingback.net which is just 12 step work. So it is, it's just my service work. I have a day job that I love, but 
I just kept coming back. And he said, don't give up before the miracle happens. Just keep coming back. Don't. And I used to pray. I mean, I did mention the Jesus Calling book, but I consider myself an omniist, which is somebody who believes that there's truth in all religion. That's O-M-N-I-S-T, omniist or omniism. So I, I don't um, discriminate against any belief. I, I tell my children three or four things about beliefs, and, and that's a huge part of my program is my spiritual part. That is, don't let anybody tell you what to believe. Find what works for you and remain completely open-minded throughout the whole process. Even when you think you got it figured out, remain open-minded and allow yourself to grow in this in the whatever spiritual realm. Even my husband is agnostic. Even if your exploration brings you to being agnostic, remain open-minded. So you know anyways. Yeah, if I can jump in, Tara, I have never yeah, heard yeah. I've never heard that term before. Sure, I've never heard of Bush. So there we go. <laughs> Dude, you're funny. No, omniism. So it, that takes me to, to an example, and, and, and I, I really like that because, you know, I grew up with a very closed-minded perspective in, in my household with, with my dad and, and my mom, right? It was, it was Christianity. Everything else was evil. And I, I can remember there was a month, 2005, that my dad came and lived with me for a month because – he was helping me get sober, right? And I can remember two weeks in, and I can remember things going great, and I read him some principles from Taoism, right? And, and I, I read it to him. He goes, man, that sounds amazing. That is really good stuff. You should live by that. And, and, and I said to him, I said, yeah, but, you know, he said, where'd you get it? I said, well, it comes out of Taoism. Oh, no, no, that's terrible. Right. No. I'm like, wait, you just said it was great and great way to live. So, you know, it was then I started to click, hey, maybe we could take a little bit of, you know, from everything. So mm -hmm. I, I love how you put that. I've never really heard that before, and I'm going to think on that. Yeah, there's definitely a fear factor, right, when people – and I can relate to the wanting to know how it works and what it works and remaining within the parameters of an organized religion or school of thought – it's un the uncertainty is very nerve-wracking for some people, perhaps your father as well. So I, I think this next generation, next few generations is going to be a bit more open-minded because we need to be if we want to survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. That's really good. Yeah, so religion was hard. So I used to sit, so my little tangent there, I used to sit outside my backyard and pray to this this evergreen. I'm in California, so we have lots of evergreens that means a tree that is like green all mm -hmm. year long i don't know if you guys know about that over there in illinois <laughs> and uh and i used to pray to this tree and i used to take my socks and shoes off and stand in the dirt and just pray to earth to help me want to want to stop mm. and eventually the miracle happened you'll have to go listen to episode 54 because we don't have the time here to get into it but eventually the miracle happened and it took years. It took years of me getting a few weeks and drinking and getting a few months and drinking. And, and it was, I was drinking when I didn't even want to drink. That's the insanity of this. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to drink, but I didn't know what else to do with myself and my thoughts and my emotions and my time. I just had time on my hands. I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know how people would go. I'd see them like riding their bikes down the street. We live in suburbia and like, oh, look at that normal person. How do they do it? 
I couldn't, I couldn't do the basics of making my bed and flossing my teeth. And I just was really, really broken. And this program slowly but surely has walked me through being a grown up and being of service and waking up proud of myself. You know, I always say, I never wake up in the morning and think, damn, I really should have drank last night. Yeah, right. <laughs> Love that. So today I have keepcomingback.net, which um, is just like you guys said, I think, Glenn, you elaborated on, both of you elaborated. It's just people speaking their whole story, their experience, strength, and hope. And it's... <laughs> very very rewarding right so, a- so so there's a website um yeah I, I thumbed through it looks like some real powerful episodes so i um it's keepcomingback.net and there's also an app right i just i'm pulling it up right now um, there is an app and that has all 107 um yeah it's everybody's story starting with uh yeah. Back, back in 2001? Well, I started in 2019, but people have sobriety back into the 80s. Oh, I so see the sobriety dates. There are their sobriety dates. There yeah. you go. It's the sobriety date, yeah. not, not the posting date, right? Yeah, and for those, that are, for those that are new to the program, you know, a speaker's meeting, and, and these, are, these are things that you learn about when you go into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous, and the speaker meeting is when somebody comes in and just kind of presents their story all the way from A to Z. You know, this is what I was like. This is what happened to me. And, oh, by the way, this is what I'm like now. This is what the really cool things that are happening in my life. And, you know, it could last anywhere from 35 to 65 minutes. But I love when I listened to episode 54 this morning, uh, I love the intro to it, and and basically the introduction to any speaker meeting, and these are the words to live by, is don't look for the differences in what you're hearing. Look for the similarities. Can you make a connection with this person on any level? I was fortunate enough to make a connection on many levels on episode 54 and other episodes that are out there, but but the thing is is that you got to look for the similarities. Did I have the same problem they had, and oh, great, then – if I did the same things that they did and got those kind of results, what if I do the things they're doing now? Will I get the same results they get? The answer is usually always yes. And a side note, and I love that because that's what I needed. Take what works for you and leave the rest, right? right. This, this summed up in look for the similarities and not the differences. Mm-hmm. For, for There are over... 1700 hours of sobriety in all if you added up all of those 107 speakers and how many years of sobriety there's over 1700 hours of people that have gone without a drink and that's the power of the program also in the introduction it says AA is not the only way right i've heard you guys talk about that on your pod on you know your platform here right there are other ways it doesn't have to be AA but for me, that's what worked. That's and right. everybody that comes on Keep Coming Back is an active member of AA. That's just the premise that I set it up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's something that we, when, you know, as we build our content and as we focus on guests and things, and, you know, Mike, I'll let you explain it better, but, you know, AA worked for each one of us, and, and I have tried a lot of other solutions out there, and they didn't work for me. Now, now probably because the headspace I was in at that time Right. And I just got to the point of surrender where I said, 
I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Just don't take another drink. And AA was there, so I latched onto that, right? So maybe maybe that was it. Uh, but, I mean, when, when people are out there on social media or wherever say AA doesn't work, I, I, they're just wrong. Mm-hmm. It, it may not work for right. them. Right, but it but, worked for you. Yeah, it worked for me, and it right. worked for you, Mike. Sure. It works for, for you, Tara. But what we wanted to do is is we are pro-sobriety, right? right? Um, and, and that's what we want our platform to be. And, and Mikey, what, what, what's that example that you use, the Miracle on 34th Street? Or That's right. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's Chris Kringle telling people that, hey, you know what? We might not have the toy at the best price. Go across the street and get it. I think they've got sample, ample supply, and it's a little cheaper price. And people are like, wait, hey, if Macy's is going to tell us that, they must be, they must be the real deal, right? So, um, but, yeah, that's, that's – We're pro-sobriety. We're pro-sobriety. And, and I think, you know, just since it's three of us from – you know, talking around the coffee table here. Uh, I think the, and, and you alluded to it, I'm stealing your thunder, Tara, but you alluded to it in episode 54, and that is that, uh, you know, the whole God thing, when you come into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous, it's like, whoa, hold on, Sparky, you know, the, back off on the God thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, you said something in in your share, and it said, you know, ultimately you found the God that you didn't think existed. Right. And I just love the way that rolled off because it doesn't I'm a firm believer. I have a higher power. I've defined the higher power. I have a relationship with higher power. But that's my higher power. Nobody's got to buy into my concept of my higher power that you're missing. You're missing the drum there, you know, and it could be. And we call them sometimes greens here. You call them evergreens. We there's some. So, Rarely green. So if I, if I want to get my shoes off and get into nature and stand in front of my sometimes green, then then that's great. If if that as long as it's not me trying to conquer the same problem I created, right? Yeah. No, that's great. I love it. Yeah, I definitely went from Catholic to being saved in the Baptist Church to being agnostic in college and thereafter to being whatever I am today, which, like you said, Mike, there is no, nobody else will ever understand my concept. Right. But what's important is I trust it. That's right. Trust the energy of the universe. And that's kind of my go-to term. Mm -hmm. I say God, but I also mean just the energy of the multiverse, not even just the universe. It's just the energy, the synchronicity that happens. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking something and one of my kids starts talking about it or you're thinking of somebody and they call all of those coincidences and synchronicities meant nothing to me until I got not only sober, but got a connection with my higher power, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And, and I love the, the way you, that you refer to it as energy because there, there's an opposite to good energy and that's bad or, you know, bad energy, oh, yeah. you know, and, and that, that can be a draw in of itself. If you're void of light, you end up with darkness. You know, so, yeah, I I, uh, I I love the fact that you're not trying to, again, hey, this is the way I this is the way I, I got to where I'm at today because you got to specifically buy into this concept. I just love it. And that's the whole premise of of the program that I, this Alcoholics Anonymous program is you don't have to buy. I mean, there are there are meetings that are that don't that what are uh, like agnostic meetings mm-hmm. secular mm-hmm. meetings i just learned about this and um, so there's there is the fact that there's no rules 
I know people that have been around for 10, 20 years and they've never done the steps, but they're still, they're still around. Mm -hmm. So people from the outside, even my husband is like, no, oh, it's a little culty. You guys have rules. No, we really, really don't. No. You, you get to take what works for you and leave the rest. That's the message. That's the message. So speaking of message, what messages would you send to people who are maybe, maybe they're on the, they're thinking, ah, I'm an, am I an alcoholic? Am I not an alcoholic? And, you know, probably sober curious. Yeah, if sober curious. But I think if they're listening to us, they probably already are, have got some level of admission. But, but what would you tell somebody there or somebody who's just coming off a real wreck in their life? They've crashed their life car into the wall. What, what, what are your your pieces of advice to give to people to get on the road to recovery? Two different pieces of advice for those two audiences. For those that aren't sure. Uh, I heard uh, somebody say, you know, virgins don't take pregnancy tests. <laughs> I, so I, I have been in this program so much, and uh -huh. I've never heard I've that never one. I've never heard that one. That, is that on page 165 of the big book? That's I'm, awesome. Uh, I think it's Holly. It's definitely one of the speakers on Keep Coming Back. I That's, can't remember what I awesome. love it. That's awesome. And uh, so for that first audience, uh, it obviously... I knew this woman who who was who was very overweight and she had lost weight and then gained weight and lost weight and she was in an AA meeting and she said, "You know, I can I can lose the weight whenever I want. Just I just have to I just have to like do it. I just I don't want to do it. I'm enjoying eating and watching Netflix all day." And in in my head I'm thinking, "God, that's how I was when I was drinking. I was thinking I can just stop whenever I want. I just oh, don't sure. want to." Oh, sure. Right. So, and I'm not judging her. I'm just saying you can, if you want to stop and you're not able to stop on your own, there's something in the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous that could be useful for you. Some of us, and another speaker on Keep Coming Back said, <clears throat> like how bad it is, is how much AA you need. So if you're just a high bottom and you can't really stop on your own and you need a little bit of help, maybe you only need a little bit of AA. Give well, it a try. One meeting a year. You never know. You never know. But the beauty is we have something here that is, I found nowhere else in my life, and that's the community, and that is the support. And I come to my meetings, and I talk about stuff that I can't talk about anywhere else. I go to very small meetings of about 10 or 12 people, and we all talk every single time we meet. So we get to know each other over the years. Some people like really big meetings where they can hide better. Mm -hmm. The second audience for those that maybe just had a bad, I've had so many, I've had so many bad, bad situations where everybody on the outside would assume that it would be my bottom. I recommend trying Alcoholics Anonymous. And if you've tried it and it hasn't worked for you, my recommendation is 90 meetings in 90 days. Mm -hmm. That's what worked for me in the end. I ended up did it. I did it twice, and now with Zoom, it's very easy to do. Ninety minutes, at ninety meetings in ninety days. If you haven't tried Alcoholics Anonymous, really tried it. Find a meeting, go six times. If you don't like it, find another meeting. If so, that's. I think that's my advice. Alcoholics Anonymous is what I know, um, but you're not alone. Right. That's that's the most important thing. You're, I, you're not alone we're not alone. The, the stuff that's going through your head and the stuff you're experiencing, we've all been there. I Some know. of us more than one. Amazing. Once I came into the rooms and listened to people really share honestly, and I thought, 
wow, okay, I'm not shocked. And so ergo, they're not shocked at what I did. This, we, we get each other. We are family. Yes. Even if there's difficult people in the rooms. Yeah, so what, what, what I noticed about people, <clears throat> well, what I noticed about myself early on is when I had a problem with the room or with people in the room, it was usually a problem with Glenn, you know? <laughs> And, yep. and, you know, it's like the folks that, that come in the rooms and they try to change the words of the big book, right? And, and I think that's ego. I think it's like, hey, I'm not going to surrender to that because I'm going to deploy my, you know, my feelings behind that, my ego into that, and I'm going to change those words to, to fit what I want. Well, that's my way. That's not the AA way, right? Mm -hmm. That's Glenn still running Glenn's show, and I still get the same result. But I love, you know, and, and hate to do this, but we got people waiting for our coffee table here because it's a real popular table. Yeah, right. Um, but, um, you know, I, I love keep coming back. And I love keep coming back because that's a mantra that really helped me. And when I kept coming back, I love the 90 for 90 that, that, that you mentioned, Tara. But what I was able to see is I was able to see progress in Tara, in Mikey, in Jimmy. I was able to see progress in others before I could see progress in myself. Mm -hmm. And when I, see, when I saw progress in you, I started to have the faith, the, you know, and, and Mikey's doing the, the dial, right? There's a dial on faith and a dial on fact. You know, when I came in early, my dial was all on faith. I believed in this program because it worked for you. And I hung around long enough, I kept coming back till that dial started to turn more towards fact. And, you know, I, I love keep coming back. I love your show, folks. Go hit Keep yeah, Coming Back. It'll be in our resource room yep. for sure. Yeah, the app will be up there too. Tara, will you come back? And this was far too short because you got a great story and you're a great communicator of a great message. Well, thank you so much. Absolutely. Anytime. All right. Keep Coming Back.net. There we go. All right. Tara, have a great one. So Tara, have a great day. You too. Thank you, John. Thanks, Glenn. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.